0: Welcome back to a Dead Letter Podcast, where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey to the unknown exploring some of the most fascinating aspects of the paranormal world. Welcome back, guys. I just want to start it off by uh, giving out some shout-outs to a couple of podcasts um, that I listen to and uh, I support. Uh, Going out there, it's uh, Bull Talk by Joe, Uh, The Thing About Us, uh, The Conversation Cabin, and I think these other ones are horror ones as well. I think, um, but they should be coming up. But but these these three I, I tend to get into. They're usually my indie, my, you know, my indie to go to. Oh, and also A Sense of Shelf. If you're one like a quick and really soothing uh, book review, A Sense of Shelf podcast is pretty good. Um, but yeah, these are my go to. And then I, I just want to give them a shout out because technically when the other one went, you know, belly up. They were the, you know, they were the guys that were just checking in and kind of pushing me to continue this. But um, on that, just you know, just remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's the only way we grow. Again, uh, the IG it's a uh, it's a underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. So if you can, you could just go leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really help me out. Um, and if you can't, just like if you follow the IG page, just like repost the page. If you can, like whenever you you see me, uh, just uh, tag. Tag the show or like put put the link to the show. Just repost it, you know. And any little thing helps. Uh, but on that, let uh, let us begin. So today's celeb story uh, involves Tom Araya from Slayer. Tom Araya, the former vocalist and bassist of the legendary band Slayer, has expressed his belief in angels. Although Slayer's music is often dealt with dark themes, Araya has mentioned his personal spiritual experiences and encounter with angels. Araya has mentioned his beliefs in angels and has shared some details about his encounter with them. However, it is important to note that 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 specific details or in-depth accounts of these encounters may not be readily available, as personal experiences are subjective and can be challenging to describe. Here's here's what is known. Araya has spoken in about his spiritual beliefs and experiences, including his encounter with an angel in various interviews, while the majority of Slayer's... Music deals with darker themes and controversial subjects. Araya has expressed his personal views on spirituality and existence of supernatural beings. In interviews, Araya has mentioned feeling protected and guided by angelic forces during challenging times in his life. He has stated that the spiritual realm that includes angels, and he has also credited them with providing him comfort and strength. However, he hasn't provided a direct encounter or detail of any incidents, but he knows they're there. This one comes in from Kevin. When I was 21, I was driving home from a party late one night. I was pretty intoxicating, and I should have been driving. As I'm driving down the road, I start to get a drowsy. I try to stay awake, but I end up blacking out. Next thing I know, I wake up still going down the road, but this time there's these large headlights heading straight towards me. I hear the loud wake up in my ear, and I feel the car, the car take a hard right jerk to avoid the incoming truck. I look down for a moment and see... My arms that do not belong to me begin to fade. I don't know what it was, but I'm thank- I'm thankful for it because that could have been the last night of my life. I ended up pulling to the side of the road where I turned off my car and passed out. I do believe to this day that I could have been my guardian angel. Uh, this one comes in from Vaughn. Uh, he writes in, uh, during my college years. During my college years, I stayed in a cheap part of town. You can call it the ghetto if you want. I was living in an old home with a couple of roommates. One night, I get up to grab some water downstairs since it was a hot night. Just as I'm about to take my first first steps down, I feel a hard jerk on my shoulder and a loud weight in my ears. I thought it was my roommate being an asshole, so I turned around, ready to go off on him and see no one in the hall. I'm alone at the top of the stairs. I freak out a bit because this has never happened to me. I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to these type of things. I'm still trying to make sense of it, so uh, I go to my roommate's Room to check to see if it's him, but he's sound asleep. As soon as I close his door, I begin to hear cars screeching from the outside. Then I begin to hear yelling and loud cries. Then, lastly, I hear sirens, and my hole downstairs is lit up with red and blue. They start exchanging gunfire, which scares me to my room. I forget about the heat and water that I wanted, and I cover myself with my bed sheets. In the morning, while I'm having breakfast, with my roommate and I and ask him if he heard the gunshots last night he says no I know if I would have gone down those stairs I could have been struck by one of those stray bullets a couple weeks go by and me and my friend throw a kickback and as we're setting up things in the backyard we see a couple bullet holes in the house then I remember that night and I remember that it could have been someone watching me they kept me from getting hurt or killed that night this one comes from the MD she sent in a couple all of them involved her mother-in-law What a pinche brujería the first incident occurred last year, and it goes like this. Last year, when my mother-in-law was visiting us for a couple weeks, she stayed with me in my little apartment. She would make her little space on my sofa. One day, as we were watching reruns of Rebelde, yes, I know, soy fresa ¿y qué, we were watching TV when suddenly we saw my bag get dragged a couple feet from us. It was dark in my apartment, but we assumed it was Bingo, one of my small dogs. That's when we saw Bingo come out from the restroom. We both looked at each other like, what the fuck just happened? The other encounter happened not so long after. This incident occurred one night. Buddy, my other dog, began barking at something in the corner. The hairs on him stood up like I've never seen before. Buddy is a large dog, and he's not easily frightened. Me and my mother-in-law both stared hard into the corner, but we could not see anything. I left for work later that day. And my mom-in-law told me she woke up to hear someone pouring water from the kitchen. She assumed it was me that I had called out from work. So she called out for me, but received no response. She got up to check and found no one in the kitchen. For the rest of the day, the dogs did not leave my mother-in-law's side. They followed her everywhere like if they were protecting her from something. At least that's what I wanted to believe. This next incident occurred just a couple days ago. My partner had just left my apartment, and I was dozing off into sleep when I started to get this eerie feeling and woke up. In front of me, only a few feet away, was a large hooded figure. I did the traditional double take just to make sure what I was seeing was there. On the second glance, the figure jumped into my sofa, which was a few feet from my face. I was in disbelief. I couldn't make sense of what I just saw. This next one comes from my cousin. I'm going to call him G. My nephew used to play soccer when he was around seven years old. My uncle coached the team at the time. They had a little boy who played on the team that had suddenly started saying he was seeing angels or spirits with wings while practicing for a couple weeks. One night, after practice, the little boy rode home with his with a teammate's family because his mother could not pick him up after the after the game due to work or some bullshit. The driver, for whatever reason, pulled into the path of a train. The little boy survived the accident but was left in a vegetated state. The father ended up pulling the plug and donating the organs to another passenger of the car who needed them. My uncle and nephew were kind of spooked because weeks before the accident, the boy began acting strange, and he kept stating he would see angels or spirits. When we look back at it, we think that maybe the angels were, the angels or spirits were preparing him for this day. And then this one kind of goes back to what was mentioned on the podcast some episodes ago. It appears that when someone is close to death or in brink of death, the veil between the living and dead thins, and you can't... Briefly peering into the other side. Someone comes in from another listener. Um, didn't kind of provide no name. When I was a young single mother going through the hardships of life, one of my sons, the youngest, had become ill. He began to run a high fever and an ear infection. I had taken him to the hospital, applied the medicine they gave me, and nothing. All the medicine would do was lower the fever a bit for a couple hours, but it would come back stronger, and the ear infection wouldn't go away. One night when I was in my recliner my, with my son in my arms, I started praying. I started praying with everything I had for my son to get better. It was late and I began to doze off. I was exhausted from work and taking care of him. Started feeling a warmth enter the room. A smell of fresh flowers came with it. I felt, some, I felt someone in the room. I, fu- I suddenly felt someone place their hand on my shoulder. I look up and I see a beautiful young woman surrounded by light. She gave off a relaxing energy, and I felt like she was trying to tell me something, like she was trying to tell me something or if everything was going to be all right, that things would get better after this. Following this incident, my son finally recovered, and the lingering fever and ear infection left. I also acquired a new job, a better paying job, that allowed me to move to a better neighborhood. I feel it was my guardian angel that came to me that night. And um, I'm just going to apologize maybe ahead of time, but uh, um, I don't know if you guys can hear the music in this shit, but I, I think it, it's in there. You might hear us, you know, some Mexicans across the street having a party. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, bug you guys too much. So this one comes in from, uh, well, this one actually happened to my brother-in-law. This one used to work at, um, I forgot exactly what it was, but that was a logistic company. He used to like drive trucks around. Mm-hmm. So I <clears throat> used to work in Compton. He was a a manager slash, like, yard dog or something. Like, he did everything from loading trailers to driving tractors to moving containers and admin work. So he knew how to do everything in that building. He was part of the overnight crew. He was the, cl- uh, he was the closer. He would close the warehouse, and a couple hours later in the morning, the morning crew would come to open it up again. There was one particular area that they had warned him about, the office area. It was, uh, it was haunted and had a heavy presence when anybody was there. He didn't think too much of it as he had, he had been working there for years and he had never had an encounter. So one night as he entered the office building to close the building, he said he felt a cold breeze pass by him as he entered. My brother-in-law wrote it off as it was probably the AC. He started by closing the offices uh, that were farthest to him at the very end of the building and made his way back to the entrance. As he was making his way back, he said he began to feel a presence behind him. After a couple offices, he began hearing footsteps. He would turn around and see no one. He would check the offices to see if maybe one of the employees was messing with him because he wasn't the only one that was there closing. Um, He was almost done. He had two more offices to close before exiting the building. When he opened this one particular office office to close, uh, he said one of the printers suddenly started working and it turned on. It began printing random images. The lights began flickering. And he—that's when he said he blacks—he blacks out, and he wakes up outside with another, um, another the, the other closer with him, asking him he's okay, he's okay. He doesn't remember much, but he asked him what happened, um, and the cold uh, coworker uh, coworker told him that um that he got him out, that he was pale white, mumbling, and after that he just never closed the building, and then that location has had some tragedies over the year, uh, over the years, uh, one that I know that uh, one that I do know. Is that I think one of their yard dogs, which is not an actual dog, but, a, you know, the person that, you know, moves the their trailers or containers around, uh, got run over by another one. Not on purpose, or well, at least that's not what the report says, you know. It was by accident. This next one comes from, uh, well, I don't even think I said his name, Jalish? Well, I probably butchered it. Uh, but it goes like this. When I was in my mid-20s, I used to work in one of the larger crematoriums in my city. Because we were so large, we were constantly busy with our funeral operations. Now, I must say that before these encounters, I was a skeptic. I didn't believe in the paranormal ghosts, demons, etc. All of that was, and not to be disrespectful to other people's beliefs, but fake to me. In the first few years of working there, I had plenty of strange occurrences that would change all that. The TV and fan in the lobby area would switch on by itself at night. On late nights, I would have to turn it off because of the noise. Other nights, when I would be cleaning up my work area, I would start hearing footsteps in the supply rooms above. I would go and check because I would need to restock my area, and I would find no one upstairs. Sometimes I would even catch shadows passing by my door when I knew I was the only one there. Eventually, whatever was there started knocking at my door. I would go check, thinking it was someone only to find no one. Even during my breaks, I would hear someone knock and sometimes banging on my bathroom door. While I was doing my business, I would rush out only to find no one. I would ask with the small staff that was there if any of them had gone looking for me and they would all say no. After opening up about a couple occurrences, I found that I wasn't the only one experiencing this at the site. One of the staff members also told me he he has had a dream of one of our recent clients and thinks it's his spirit might have followed him home. And after that, I don't work there anymore and I'm happy I don't. So, I guess as you guys could tell, uh, today's episode was uh, maybe more positive themed, or maybe not. I kind of didn't do the count, but I know for sure we have some positive encounters where either people had encounters with angels or guardian spirits, or at least benevolent spirits that came to help. You know, I personally have never had that type of encounter. Um, I've mostly either seen dead relatives, the spirit of either deceased children. And a lot, and I mean a lot, of a fucking shadow people or hooded hood figures. You know, anybody that knows is like that. Either has been to my house, has had an encounter with the hooded figure there. Um, and that's not to say I'm, I'm not saying that to say like these encounters aren't real. I'm not. I'm not here to you know, just prove them. I take them as what it is. If they happened, they happened because you know who am I to say like their encounters are fake and my eyes are true? But one thing i will say is i i hope i'm never in a position where i i need to pray and you know that they need to come and help me you know i'm kind of hoping everything's cool um but i'm happy that you know they've they were visited and obviously were helped because uh you know at least going that with the the dude that could have probably got shot if he had gone downstairs that's pretty scary you know like you get a jerk, like I don't know who it was. It could have been maybe like one of his grandparents coming back. I don't I don't know, you know. They didn't provide much that detail, but I'm assuming maybe like a loved one probably came. Uh the same thing with that dude that was drunk driving and some something took, you know, control of the wheel because he says he looked down and it wasn't his arms that were controlling the fucking steering wheel. Um or uh, going back to that, you know, maybe that little boy that was seeing spirits before he died. Um, like that, I I I believe that one probably the most out of all of them, or I, that's probably best I believe. But like I, I know I probably relate to that one more, only because like I said I had a family member that was you know within you know within both realms because they had you know uh, medical issues, and I know they would tell us they would experience things you know they would see things. So like I for sure believe that one. Uh but on that you know that's it for today's episode of a dead letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page, A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open.